It's only entertainment. All right. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. We are here at MJ BizCon, day two, sunny Las Vegas. Greg Stolowitz with, uh, with Weed Maps. Greg, thanks for being with us on The Talking Hedge. Happy to be here, happy to be in Vegas. Yes, um, Weed Maps. Um, tell us a little bit about Weed Maps, what is it? Sure, so we are a publicly traded company uh, on NASDAQ, uh, WM Technology. We're, we have two parts of our business. Uh, most people know us for our consumer-facing marketplace, WeedMaps.com. We have over 5,000 dispensaries, delivery services, brands on our platform uh, in a marketplace format. And then we also have a suite of software solutions known as WeedMaps for Business, uh, which ranges, which allows our clients to utilize and enable our marketplace in more efficient, better ways. So we have a CRM software, we have a delivery software, uh, and other solutions which attract, re-engage, uh, and convert consumers. So what is the CRM aspect to, to Weed Maps? You know, one of the th important things for us is we want to help our clients grow. Uh, grow their businesses, attract customers. Weed Maps historically has been the place for the actual cannabis consumers, people who want to not only seek out, but end up purchasing and consuming cannabis. And so for CRM, uh, called WMCRM, one of the reasons uh, we're excited about that is it allows our retailers, once they, uh, a client converts on Weed Maps, for them to re-engage that client. So in a traditional CRM software format, uh, like other industries have, we are able to enable that through our software through our software platform, leveraging our marketplace. Okay, so essentially if, um, if an individual wanted to find something, like if I have a, a guilty pleasure of uh, blunt sticks, okay. and I want to find out where they're at, that's essentially what Weed Maps was designed for: is to get the consumer to the end um, retail shop. Yeah, I mean, if you think about just online shopping in other industries, right? That, that's that's cannabis is it exists in cannabis and it is only growing, right? Online uh, traditionally been brick and mortar, and now every day more and more people shop online, and so that's what our marketplace does: it enables uh, any cannabis consumer to uh, find their product and purchase it, whether they want to. Uh, to have it delivered to their house or order ahead at our clients or end up they, if they want to um, get information about a dispensary and go there. Um, but it allows traditional e-commerce shopping uh, like any other industry has. It seems to have uh, developed. I mean, it's, you've gone public. Yep. Uh, you've added some features. Um, is, is there, isn't there something on there where if I don't really know what an indica or sativa is, I'm not familiar with cultivars, that there's a visual aspect to certain strains? Yeah, look, our, our marketplace has um, developed over time. Um, we, we obviously have uh, a learn and discover platform. So what we want to do is any type of consumer that comes to Weed Maps, whether you're a very experienced cannabis consumer or you're more novice, we want to give you that pathway to discover, learn, and ultimately shop cannabis in the way you want. So if you want to learn about strains or products or brands, we have that discovery path, and hopefully that leads you to convert if that's what you want. If you're more, I know exactly what I want, I want to buy this specific product, we can get you there quickly as well. And so we, we want to cater to all different types of shopping paths. And we understand, look, this industry is growing, there's more consumers coming into this industry every day, and not every shopping path is the same, and our marketplace um, you know, tries, to, tries to provide a, a shopping experience for all users. I don't think I asked you what you did, Greg. What, what keeps you busy? What's your day job? Uh, sure. So uh, I, my day job consists of the corporate development. Uh, so all of our M&A activity, which we've done uh, three acquisitions over the past year, 
um, and then also investor relations. So on the Wall Street community, um, talking to the investors out there uh, about the industry and the WM technology story. So you're slightly more busy having gone public on the investment relations side. Talk to me about that M&A real quick before we get back to the finance yeah. uh, aspect to it. What are those M&As all about? What was your due diligence? Sure. How did you go about making those acquisitions and who are they? Yeah, so we did three acquisitions uh, in late 2021, early 2022. So we bought a company called Sprout, which is now WMCRM, which is our CRM software. We bought a business called Cambea, which is now WM Dispatch, which is a software delivery service um, like you see in other industries. And we also uh, bought a company called Enlighten, uh, which is um, uh, WM Ad Suite and Screen. So it allows you to advertise on or off the WeedMaps platform in dispensaries and also has for dispensaries a screen and kiosk system. So you can have consistency across your menu experience both online and offline. Um, those acquisitions, uh, you know, we, like any like any asset across industries, you know, it's a full due diligence process. We, we got to know those businesses just through, um, you know, they were partners of ours. We interacted with them just through, you know, sort of normal business operations. And um, eventually we, we uh, came to a decision that they, we'd really like to own those platforms because they, we believe uh, they would be uh, very nice add-ons to what we're trying to do to enable our marketplace uh, for our clients. And then uh, within the Weed Maps four walls, so to speak, uh, we believe we could just accelerate their growth. And so um, our diligence process, normal business, financial, product diligence like you would do in any industry. Um, founders came to our, business, our company and it was, it's uh, been a great, you know, great experience for all so far. What was the... Um how was it acquired? Was this uh, all cash? Was this stock combination? Uh, they were all they were mixes. Um, so these are obviously under public filings, but uh, we do acquisitions uh, mix of cash or equity, and that's one of the advantages of being a public company is that you have that ability to, um, you know, to, to you have that flexibility with public currency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, how has going public changed the business? Look, I there's obviously been uh, in the public markets. Um, there's just some blocking and tackling from a, um, you know, public company responsibility, right? So from certain accounting uh, standards we have to maintain. Obviously, we're a public company, so we report quarterly, and we have SEC filings and those sorts of things. So there are definitely functions, processes um, uh, that we stood up just by default of being a public company. You know, we also speak to investors uh, quite frequently, obviously quarterly uh, after. Um, when we're not in our black belt periods, we're at investor conferences uh, across the country, and you know we're always talking to investors, some of whom are new to cannabis and learning out the industry, uh, institutional investors, figuring out where their investment thesis should be, hopefully it's, if, if it's with uh, WM Technology, and also investors that have been in the cannabis industry a long time. And so, you know, we being a public company gives us a lot of advantages. Uh, we talked about the public currency. Obviously, capital is different. Uh, the capital available to us is, is different as a public company on NASDAQ. Lots of opportunity, lots of options. Um, and obviously, there's just operational things that come with being a public company that we've had to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the, uh, yeah, it's highly regulated being publicly traded. Uh, cannabis is highly regulated. And then you're work working with delivery systems, which um, adds some complexity to that. Uh, what have you noticed about delivery? Uh, Washington State, where I'm from, yeah. Leafly's headquartered at, um, doesn't allow for delivery, but the pandemic really sort of pushed that forward a lot faster. Uh, doing you know, business development, are you seeing that that's kind of 
a need now or a necessity at this point and how do states yeah. like Washington get on board? Yeah, look, delivery is, is big in the states where it's allowed. It's not allowed in every state, as you said. I mean, I think if you look at um, other industries, right, people, pandemic is a perfect example, people have accelerated not only their online shopping experience, but also delivery. Uh, cannabis is at the early stages of that. Um, some of it is just where the industry is in its life cycle, and some of it is not every state has delivery. And so as, cons as more and more consumers shop, some will always choose the in-store experience, some will go into Weed Maps and order online for pickup, and that's the purchase path they like, but others will choose delivery. And you know, I think it's, um, it's, an, it's an aspect of the industry that will only increase over time, and we want to support our delivery clients. Uh, it'll, it'll be impacted not only by the regulations, but it'll also be impacted just as more and more consumers get comfortable with that purchase method. Um, as they figure out what they want and the delivery and, the, and delivers what they want, we, we expect to become a big part of the industry. Mm -hmm. Do you have any data or know off the top of your head, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Uh, I, I'm curious about what people are querying. So do you have like a number one most queried product or skew or whatever that people are constantly looking at? Yeah, no, I, uh, you did put me on the spot. I don't have it offhand, but obviously, Look, our, our data assets, are we're very proud of it. We're, we're very bullish on it, very excited about it. You know, we've been around since 2008. So we have 14 years of product history, search history, uh, you know, menu information across our dispensaries. And so we have a volume, I'll get, I'll get you the information, I'll come back. But, um, you know, we just have a wealth of, of information of what the industry is looking for, purchasing, uh, what's available. And, you know, like we, we think that's an advantage we have because it impacts um, what we can surface to consumers, uh, analytics we can provide to clients. Uh, some of our product initiatives are impacted by what we know consumer wants and uh, consumers want. And so all of the data we have impact our, our operations and you know, it's something we're really excited about and want to continue to leverage in the future. Well, I can tell the people that uh, Yoko Miyasha is doing a phenomenal job running it for Cy Scott, the founder who's now at Headset. His data is saying 40% flower and in regional uh, areas like Arizona that's more conservative, going after vape pens, Washington, yeah. less conservative, going after uh, pre-rolls. Um, so I would imagine it's, it's based yeah. on a region and where you're at and what's the number one thing. No, for but sure, yeah. Dad is always uh, interesting to look at and see what consumer preferences are, behavior, and... Yeah, no, and it's changing. And it's, some, of it's, uh, some of it's based on as more and more brands develop and brand awareness becomes uh, more brands establish themselves in a certain market, that'll impact uh, what consumers want, form factors, types of products, brands. Um, everything's evolving. Um, no state's the same, no area's the same. Um, you know, we're still in the early innings of this industry and um, everything, you know, it's continued about. Flower is, by and large, the biggest, you know, form factor in this industry today. Um, but everything's evolving day by day. Mm -hmm. Awesome. If there's investors out there or anybody else who wants to check out Weed Maps, where can they do that at? Sure, so consumers out there, obviously weedmaps.com or investors uh, or the financial community wants to see our marketplace. Uh, our WM Technologies is our parent company, uh, our publicly traded company. Uh, but we have uh, on our website, I, uh, investors at weedmap, uh, investors.weedmaps.com uh, for our investor site and, and you can sort of navigate through there. Okay, yeah. sounds good. I think with that, we're gonna have to roll this one up. So I wanna thank my guest, Greg Solowitz with, uh, with Weed Maddox for being on The Talking Heads. Great, great to be here. I appreciate it. I'm Josh Kincaid, this is The Talking Heads. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out. 
check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed, and I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.